In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. I don't know if you're familiar with Cardinal Francis Xavier Nguyen Van Thanh, who was a, a Vietnamese cardinal, bishop. In the, in the early 1970s, he was made the coadjutor bishop of Saigon. And when Saigon fell, and some time after that, the communists arrested him in 1976. And he didn't have a chance to pack up. They didn't give him an opportunity to simply get his things together. They didn't allow him to take a mass kit. They simply took him as he was into custody. And so he then, they asked him what he might have needed, and he said that, well, he had problems with his stomach and he needed stomach medicine. And his, his people knew that that was a code word, that, that his stomach medicine was, not, was making sure he had bread and wine to be smuggled into the prison so that he might celebrate the Holy Mass. Initially, he was mixed with other prisoners, and he would celebrate Mass with the smuggled bread, three drops of wine, and one drop of water in his hand. And he would celebrate the Mass from memory, doing the best he could. They would make a makeshift tabernacle, of course not as fancy as our tabernacle, and of course not as big. They took some cigarette packaging and they were able to make a small tabernacle that would fit into the cardinal's pocket so that they could adore the blessed sacrament. And they would take turns you know, passing the, this mini tabernacle so that they could have time of Eucharistic adoration. Now... Cardinal Van Thon was later on confined to solitary, not just for a day or a few months, but for nine years. And his constant companion was Jesus in the Blessed Sacrament, that who sustained him in his faith, in his self-offering each and every day, Witnessing to Christ and witnessing to the love he had for the Blessed Sacrament. He himself sort of lived the Mass. The first thing that he did while he was in prison was he wanted to be like St. Paul, so he began to write letters. He wrote about a thousand and one letters. Sort of his own liturgy of the Word. But he himself was a sacrifice. In a sense, he was united to Christ in suffering. We know that the, to produce bread and wine, that you have to crush the grain and the grapes in order to produce bread and wine. It has to be sacrificed. 
It is a reflection of what Christ has done for us. That in order to become our food, Christ allowed himself to be crushed for our offenses, wounded for our transgressions. That the agony in the garden, the scourging, the carrying of the cross, the crucifixion, which saves us from sin. Christ does all of that so that he can enter into us as our food. At this altar, we, cel- the, the, we celebrate the sacrifice of the Mass, which is, makes present in a mystical way that Paschal mystery. Christ's own sacrifice on Calvary is made mystically present. It is a memorial, a remembrance. The Greek word is anamnesis. It's the word that talks about remembering that makes present. We are truly present for Christ's sacrifice, offered, of course, in an unbloody manner. It is the separate consecration of the host and chalice. When the priest says the words, this is my body, this is my blood. The priest who stands in the person of Jesus Christ through the grace of holy orders. Makes that death present. Because the separate consecration of the host and chalice represent... The separation of blood from a body, which is death. And that symbol actually makes that death present on this altar. So we participate in that sacrifice. We have this opportunity to offer ourselves in union with Christ to our Heavenly Father. To bring our sorrows, our joys, our sufferings, our good works. To make of ourselves, through the grace of the Mass, a worthy sacrifice. Exercising the priesthood of the baptized through the ministry of the priest. And this sacrifice offered by the priest makes Christ's very own body and blood present under the forms of bread and wine. You might remember the term transubstantiation. That is that the substance of the bread and wine is substituted with the substance of the body and blood of Jesus. This is the most preeminent presence of Christ in the church. Of course, he is present where two or three are gathered in his name, in in the presence of the priest, but most especially in the sacred species of the Eucharist. For the Eucharist is not a what, but a who, Christ himself. 
That is why we reserve the Blessed Sacrament in the tabernacle. And adore Him in Eucharistic adoration so that we can enjoy His presence. That is why we leave our church open. So that we can come and pray and have a slice of heaven to be in His presence. And to be consoled by Him. And this presence is there so that we can consume Him. So that He might transform us into His likeness. When we eat, the food becomes us. But when we receive the Eucharist and Holy Communion, it is the food that changes us. It is Christ who desires us to become like himself. So we can have a profound union with him. So that we can know him intimately in Holy Communion. And it is this presence that that enables us to be united more closely with our fellow Catholics. We are more closely bonded as a church because we share the one bread and the one cup so that we are one in Christ Jesus. Therefore, we ought to have the utmost reverence for the Blessed Sacrament. When we enter into a church silently, when we make a genuflection reverently, when we prepare ourselves to receive Holy Communion by ensuring that we are free of mortal sin, having confessed having prayed each day, making spiritual communions, desiring to receive him, preparing to receive him, to reflect Christ in our daily witness so that we can reveal Christ to others, becoming Christ in the world, to a world that desperately needs him. So they can experience in and through us the presence of Jesus. And that we can also see the presence of Jesus in others, in our families, in our neighbors, those we don't know, and in the face of those, faces of those who are poor. This feast of Corpus Christi focuses on this great gift that we have received from Christ. A a truth that is to be proclaimed and cherished. That God himself comes down to us. That the word became flesh and dwelt among us. And emptied himself by by being nailed to the cross. And then emptying himself again by becoming our humble food that nourishes our souls 
heals us, lifts us up, and strengthens us so that we can love as he loves with that complete self-giving love in the Holy Spirit. Let's ask Our Lady today to help us to cherish this great gift of the Eucharist. So that we have this profound love of our Savior to receive him reverently, weekly and even daily. So that nourishing our souls and our bodies, we will be prepared to meet him face to face in eternal life. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit.